Hi, everybody. Welcome to Law School and Brief. This is Lydia, and um, I am joined by my beautiful, I, I can't believe I can't do the Southern accent right. Megan. <laughs> yeah, Lydia, that was shameful. Being can I, a can we start North over, Carolinian. Please? I know. Oh, my God. I just, it's been so long. Um, We're not starting over. Not today. Okay. Not now. Okay. No, no. No, I just, no. I really wanted to get into the Southern um, accent for like reasons we'll talk about later. Uh, but anyhow, this is episode 86. Correct. Of yes. We are here on the other side of my bar exam. Certainly the other side of Megan's bar exam as well. <laughs> Full lawyer. And I have thoughts about the bar exam that I shall share today and also just a normal catch up because it's like already August. It's like the summer is like nearing the end. Yeah. So we'll catch up to do. Any other year that we've been making this podcast right now, we would be talking about some back to school bullshit. It'd Whoa. Be, it'd be French fry backpacks all over again. Wow. Yeah. It'd be class lists. It'd be. I, yeah. It'd be first impressions, and no, it's not. Because mm. guess what? You finished yeah. the bar exam, my dude. Yeah, wow. You're done. You're, like, done yeah. now. If I if I pass it. And okay. also, Megan, I actually have one more test. I have to do the New York law exam in September. But it's open book. What are you waiting online. for? Because <laughs> <laughs> I can only take it on that one scheduled day. Oh, okay, okay. Otherwise, yeah. I take it right away <laughs> and be done. But, but yes, yeah, like done with the bar. Hopefully, you're done with the bar. Does it feel for now? Do you feel relieved? Um. Okay. I am gonna say something now that people are gonna hate even more than my Southern accent, um, mm -hmm. if possible. <laughs> Which is that like, I didn't hate bar prep as much as I could have, um, mostly because of like what I said last time, how I just like couldn't make myself do that much. Like I could have kept going. I, I didn't want to, but like, I was not burnt out by the end because I didn't deserve to be burnt out. You know, oh. I, I did what I could and like, I'll either pass or I won't, but I do feel like I learned a lot and like, it helped me piece everything together that I've learned in law school. So I am kind of glad that I've studied because I feel like I know more about law. So I'm still down to get rid of the bar exam, for sure. I'm just saying, like, it wasn't as bad as it could have been because of my own shortcomings and also what I did put into it. I feel like I kind of got something out of it. Okay. Should we just stop recording? Like, I am feeling some, some resentment towards you. <laughs> <laughs> but Megan, I might not pass. You passed. You put in the work to pass and you passed. And I have no idea if I pass. You know what I mean? But what does your gut tell you? I think that I passed. But often when people feel really confident, 
it's because they missed something like on an exam in law school. But I guess I wouldn't mm. say I feel really confident. It's just like, I feel like, um, I feel like I did the D grade D like the, you know, I'm hoping I got the, the minimum, you know, the passing grade. Yeah. 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 In like New York, a, it's a 266, right? See, I don't really remember. This is, I'm lumping that in with the, I didn't really put in like all the work. I did like a lot of cramming at the end that, or like a lot of, you graciously were like, it's not cramming because you've learned it before. It's like reviewing intensely. And yeah, <laughs> I did a lot of really intense reviewing the day before that really paid off. So that was good. Otherwise I would not have passed if I had not done that for sure. But yeah, I feel like, oh, relief. You know what? The other reason that I don't really necessarily feel relieved is because of all the stuff that I put off because bar prep. I liked using bar prep as an excuse to not do anything I didn't want to do. Mm. And now I have all of that stuff, Megan. I had to like, you know, sign up for health insurance and like go through every single of my belongings. I have to touch everything that I own. Why? why but I like I have to like get ready to pack and figure out logistics of my move and stuff and say goodbye to friends and Mm. I don't know so like in a way that is not like some people immediately went on vacation afterwards their sense of relief like if you actually like put in the work all summer you take the bar you give it your all and then you go on vacation that like stark difference maybe would bring out the sense of relief, but I don't feel like I have earned it, deserved it. And like, I'm in a place where I'm relaxing. That was a very long answer. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm hearing echoes of sort of the feelings that I had right after I took the bar, like in the, in the weeks that followed, um, they kind of subsided after a few weeks, but man, that first week I was waking up in like, sweaty panic fever dreams um yeah uh a little different oh interest okay yeah I will say that I think my biggest mental change between now and from before the bar is like if I don't pass um I'm gonna fight whoever is trying to make me feel bad about that I guess like before I was like, I really want to pass the first time. And obviously I do want to pass because I never want to have to take it again. Sure. But that's the only reason I want to pass is so that I don't have to take it again. I don't, I don't think I will feel any shame if I don't pass. I don't know if that makes sense. Like if someone tries to make me feel embarrassed about not passing, like come from, like come at me, I will not stand for that because it was very hard. And like, I just did what I could do. And if I have to take it again, I know exactly what I need to do. Like, it seems like it will be very different than the first time. Um, and so, yeah, I don't feel like any like fear about like guilt or shame. Like, I don't know. So very different from being like really scared that I didn't pass more of like, a aggression that's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Aggression. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm one. Yeah. That, that, that seems right too. Absolutely. (laughs) 
I think I, I too was like, I, I, at the end of mine, I felt like I had just run a marathon and I was so physically and emotionally and mentally tired that the thought of having to do that again was scary. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm assuming I would only do flashcards the second time because that worked so well for me. Okay. Now that I have like the basics down in other places. So, yeah. Well, Very long-winded. Uh, listeners, yeah. I just have to say, I I literally, I took notes. Like, I wrote down my feelings about mm. the bar, like, right afterwards. For this episode, I had you in mind, listener. I really, and I can't find them anywhere. I cannot find my notes. I hope I didn't ship them to Barbary when I shipped back my Barbary books, which you have to do to get your book deposit back. Another reason to choose Themis. Um, what? Themis didn't have that, though. At least Good. you got a deposit back. No, we were just all in, baby. Oh, 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 I see, I see, I see. Well, we had to like pay. This was a, an, an amount in addition to the um, course. You pay this additional amount to get books, and then you get that amount back when you. Get oh, books. annoying! And then so so it just creates an extra task for you. Mm, a heavy task too. Yeah, indeed. 19 pounds but you can send it through media mail anyways <laughs> that's why i am just piecing these thoughts together like this dear listeners well in between you piecing the thoughts together i think we do have highs lows mails. yeah i want to hear about your summer megan and your like what have you been up to this week oh um well this is this week is I was about to say this week is not indicative of my summer at large, but that's actually not true. It, it has been pretty mm. indicative of my summer at large. Um, well, summer like didn't happen for me this year, really. Mm -hmm. uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think I just, I'll start, I'll start with my wild animal encounter. How's that? Oh, <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. We're bringing it back. Um, y'all are here to hear about law school. Guess what? Neither of us are in law school anymore. We've both taken the bar and all I have to talk about is my animal encounter, yes. which, um, happened this last weekend. I went to Lake Norman, which is a lake north wow, of Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was hanging out with Brittany, shout out Brittany, Brittany. and her wife, Kayla, and we were just floating on the lake. And, uh, I, you know, just living the good life. And I see this hawk start to kind of circle us. And oh. then it starts to fly right towards us. Like a little, oh like not, not so, not directly at us. Like I never thought we were in danger. But I was like, that hawk is flying very close to us. Wow, it's getting very low to the water. And then all of a sudden, it just swoops in and snatches a fish out of the water. And we watch it fly off into the distance with this huge wow. fish caught in its talons. And I I don't know. That's like up there. That's like top five nature things that's ever happened to me. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, were you ever scared that, that it was going to come for you? No, but okay. they did. They but um, Brittany and Kayla did have to leave their tiny uh, Chawini uh, oh. Cosmo inside because Cosmo is snatch size. 
Oh, yeah. Match size. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> we don't want Cosmo getting picked up and taken to a second location. So Cosmo no. has to stay inside for <laughs> his own good. Um, oh. So that was my, that was my wild animal encounter. And that this weekend was like the most fun thing I've done all summer. So oh, that sounds so nice. That lake is really warm, right? Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I would guess maybe like 86 degrees. Wow. Yeah, 85, 86 degrees and huge. We paddle boarded, we floated, we Aww. yeah, swam around. We put a dog on a paddle board. It worked out. It was great. yes, yeah. Aww. That was so that was bad. me. Is um, that your high? No, that was my wild animal encounter. Oh my god, sorry. Oh my gosh, it just sounded like my a high. high. I, about the my, I mean, yeah, that, that 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 is a bit of a high too. My high um, is is obnoxious, and I feel like I, oh. well, it's not a one-time thing. So it's I realized it was my high when I did it today, and it's something that I do as often as I can. Um, and I I just want to I want to say to you and to to the dear listeners at home, like I know how obnoxious this is. Um, and I, I feel like I'm confessing, but this is like a guilty pleasure. Um, so today on my way to work, I stopped at a coffee shop, a drive through coffee shop um, called Clutch in Greensboro. And I pulled up and I ordered my coffee. And I think it must be in the employee training manual. Like you have to be super friendly and really talkative with the customers. Oh. So it's never just like, hi, what can I get you? It's always like, hey, how's your morning going? Have any fun plans this weekend? Where'd you get that shirt? That kind of thing. So I put, I placed my coffee order and the young man taking my order says, uh, you headed to work? And I said, yeah. And then I waited because I was really hoping he would ask me what I do for a living <laughs> because I fucking love telling people I'm a lawyer. Oh, <laughs> so embarrassing, but I love it. It, it makes the $155,000 of student debt that I have <laughs> feel a little less heavy. Like, mm. and then they look at me and their eyebrows kind of shoot up and they're like, Oh, wow and I'm like yeah oh. I know didn't think a scrub like me could do it did you like look at me go give me that iced coffee I've got places to go and people to see oh like, my <laughs> gosh yes I can imagine you in a movie kind of like the movie's opening and you're like the lawyer getting her coffee the, I mean the it's just funny because it's, it's like the opposite of you know people always joke that like people who went to Harvard or Yale kind of like, you know, rather than say like, oh, I went to Harvard or Yale, they'll say, oh, I went to like a small private college in Connecticut or like, you know, or like mm -hmm. whatever. Um, it's the opposite for me. I'm like fishing. I want people to ask me what I do for a living. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me? I flip my hair. <laughs> oh, just your average everyday, you know, beautiful and charismatic, super funny, uh, successful lawyer. That's me. Sorry. Okay. Well, okay. Now I feel like I appreciate you sharing that, Megan. Um, thanks for being truthful about yes. what's going on with you. Um, and also like, if I feel like my comment earlier is not quite as bad anymore, like I was like bar prep, I'm not, I'm not as burnt out. I feel bad saying that because you know, most people are burnt <laughs> out and you're like, I love when I get to tell people I'm alert. like, okay, like 
Guys, yeah. that's why you listen to our podcast, right? We're just, we're being very vulnerable. And yeah. And <laughs> this I is think who we, we should are. be praised okay? for that. Yes. Yeah. Like, I think, yeah. Let's have more praise. Yeah. Like, Megan, you're so it. cool. You're a lawyer. Wow. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. I am a lawyer. <laughs> and you're going to be a lawyer, too. You're, like, so, so close. Super close. So close. Some people would say that you already are a lawyer because you have a JD. Oh, right. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's yes. just a matter of whether or not you're a practicing lawyer. Right. Yeah. I still can't give legal advice. Yeah. But so soon. You can. I sure can. I sure can. How often do friends check. ask you for legal advice? How many times do friends ask me for legal advice? Like how often? Like, do you get like a random message like out of the blue being like, hey, I heard you're a lawyer now. Like, can I ask you about this thing? I would say maybe two to three times a month. Wow. But like the majority of the time. It's it's like a, a person I know from law school or like another oh, lawyer who's at, like asking totally. me like a specific like family law thing in North Carolina. Right. Um, also, it, it was kind of upticked around the time of bar study. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Like nice. friends who were taking the bar were like, could you just like, explain this a little bit more? Um, oh, and I always nice. start with the caveat of I might not be the best person to ask, but here's what I would say. And nice. double check. And I don't know, like ask a, a couple people and Google it. And if it, if we're all saying the same thing, then we're all probably right. I just don't like. Wait, yeah, you, I did this to you. You did I'm do this to me. Yeah. <laughs> and that was your response. Yeah. And it was really good. Well, you're what you asked me. I remember uh, it was I felt very confident very about my answer. Pro kind of like it, there's it's like a thing where there is an answer. Yeah, it like, was a was an issue of like situs, right? Like a resolution of law situation. Uh, yeah, law. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was like where what if like the property that's owned in a is in another state, but then the couple who's like divorced. Right. And, yeah. 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 Little Civ Pro meets family law. Right. Fun. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that's like my high. Just being just being obnoxious and letting people know that I that I'm a barrister. Oh, Yes. <laughs> what about you? Oh. Do you have any highs? Oh gosh. Hmm. <laughs> highs. Well. Hmm. Hmm. I would say I have like had some good luck, like. I've actually been able to like return those Barbary books. Like I said, also sell some textbooks and like sell various things. Mm. I've never really done that. Whenever I move out, I just kind of take all of my stuff with me, like everywhere. And I feel like moving to New York is like the time to be like, okay, (laughs) let's not bring every single thing I've ever owned from every single apartment. Um, And the times when I do kind of purge, I will just like take things right away to a donation so I don't have to like have them sitting around tempting me to like have them again. So this is like, I don't really have much experience like selling stuff on Facebook marketplace, but I've had some good luck. What have you sold? Um, plants, books. Um, I don't know, random stuff. The stuff that I always think is going to sell doesn't. And then other stuff that I'm like, Oh, 
like I put like a robotic vacuum up for like 20 bucks and no one bit. And I'm like, oh, like maybe they think something's wrong with it. But mm. really, like I'm just trying to get rid of it quickly. Um, Do you say as much in the description or you're like, I, I pinky swear. I say it works cool. great. Yeah, <laughs> like it works good. I always say like I'm selling this because like I got a different vacuum or whatever. Like I usually give a reason because like mm. if something works great, why would you sell it for cheap? But I'm like, I got this other thing and I'm moving, so I don't need this one. Fair enough. Yeah. What else? <laughs> what else is good? Okay, Lydia? yeah, aside from money, I'm so, sorry. Like, gosh. I'm just so occupied with all of my possessions that that's, like, the only thing on my mind, yeah. which I do not enjoy. I have been procrastinating on studying the New York law um, for the New York law exam coming up. Um by listening to audiobooks, I did a I, I asked friends for recommendations for books and got like a lot of really good responses. Oh. And so I listened to like a young adult magic novel and it was very pleasant. I always get really like overwhelmed when I put a public call out for something like a like, you know, send me your book recs or your podcast recs because if somebody takes the time to respond to it, I feel like I owe it to them to read or consume this media or whatever. Um, and I mean, truly, I only, if I even crack one open, it's only going to be one. <laughs> and then I'm going to like do my own thing. Cause by the time I'm done with that book, I will have thought of something that I want to read. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I definitely have more suggestions than I can ever like get through. But I like did the thing on Audible where you can listen to a sample of a book. So I just do okay. that. And then I like picked one and it ended up being really nice. But <laughs> it's called, hold on. I'm really struggling with words. I'm just sorry, everyone. By the end of the episode, I'm going to be all warmed up and like the thoughts <laughs> are going to be flowing. And let's see, what is it? The House in the Cerulean Sea. Ooh. Yeah, it's nice. It's like these magical children who live uh, on this island and a caseworker for the Department of Magical Youth or something uh, who, who goes to check on them and make sure that they are all safe and sound. Um, I don't want to give away anything else. Okay, no spoilers. Yeah. If you need, like, a very easy, like, lighthearted read, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are my highs, Megan. Selling things on the internet and reading about, like, this is, like, this is exactly why I'm, like, yeah, post-bar exam, it's, like, not that, like, st like stark contrast. Yeah, um, it, it does strike me that your highs are what most other people would consider just like living a day-to-day -day life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's what bar prep does to you. You, you go uh, into a hole right. and then you reemerge uh, much more pale, you uh, sunlight averse um, <laughs> with, I don't know, like butt calluses from sitting and brain yeah, farts from I not being able to process. That, like yeah, I mean, here I am being like, yeah, I could have kept doing it. Like, I'm not at burnt out, but is that even true? You have Stockholm Given, Syndrome. <laughs> like, 
do you think? Maybe so, too. Like, I just really enjoyed learning the law. It was a dude review. I, 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 I wasn't gonna say anything to you, but I was like, oh my god, Lydia <laughs> needs this her is, brain. I'm scrubbed. getting shivers, Megan. Oh my gosh. See, if yeah. we didn't have this podcast, I wouldn't have been broken out of this. <laughs> it was. It was quite quite fun. I, I Barbara and I got along very well. I yes, I um. I would hear the, the professors in my Problem. sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, oh, I just my. I just love a, a well-worded fact pattern. Don't don't you, my friend? <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me I, I it, I'm reminded of this because I recently rewatched it. Um the movie Get Out. There's that scene uh. when um dude is like in the house and he's not yet been hypnotized and he's talking to like one of the um the woman who works as like a maid in the house and and he's like, hey, don't you think these white people are kind of weird? And she's like, no, 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 no. And then her nose starts to trickle blood just ever so slightly. Oh, my God. It's so good. Yeah. That movie is so good. Which, by the way, if you haven't gone to see Nope yet. I have not seen it yet. Yes. Yeah. Don't tell me anything about it. Okay. I'll shut my mouth. It's very good. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Megan, tell me more about your life now that I've, I'm like realizing that I've been in this state. Okay. Well, tell me more about what life should be like, you know? Okay. Well, I was just about to tell you about my low, which is not oh, what okay. I should be like. Um, but yes. I mean, so, you know, I've been holding my breath and crossing every digit and phalange on my body hoping that each day I'll, I open up you know the news and I'm like waiting to see whether or not the student loan moratorium is going to be extended yeah. any longer <laughs> um, Come on. because Government. you know what I've like I'm like finally at a place where like you know I pay all my bills like you know Adam um, isn't working this summer so it's like you know, like I'm like the sole income for right now, you know, he's going to get his financial aid too, but I'm just, I'm finally in a place where like, I have, you know, some money left over at the end of the month. And that feels like kind of good. Um, and, uh, I like went on to Nelnet and I looked and it was like, okay, let's just say the student loan moratorium wasn't extended. Exactly. How much am I going to have to pay every month? And it's like a thousand dollars. No, (laughs) which which like for you know somebody who's working a big law job yeah like okay that's probably fine i'm not um yeah. and yeah and adam is going to be living on like student loans so right. $1000 a month is a huge amount of money for us yeah and so i spent like that's like three, another like mortgage it's more than my mortgage on a nice house yeah it's more than my mortgage uh. um yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, how I got to like figure out how to, I'm just going to operate under the assumption that they're not extending the moratorium. Um, because that mm-hmm. seems to be like where things are trending. So mm-hmm. I was trying to apply for the income based repayment plan. Yeah. Um, and it did not, once I finally got to the place, like the portal or whatever the fuck, you know, once I got mm-hmm. there, everything was a lot easier but getting there was surprisingly difficult. You know, it was a lot of like, mm-hmm. I, I kept getting redirected to pages that were just talking about the different types of repayment plans. 
Um, and you know, their drawbacks and benefits and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, I just keep clicking income-based repayment. And like, finally, wow. after two hours, I, I was able to fill out the application for it. But you know, since I'm like married and I file jointly, you got to get Adam's co-signature on it. And then he has to have a fed loan account and blah, 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 blah. And with all of that said and done, I still, you know, I applied for it, but I don't know. I can't imagine that I won't be granted it since, you know, they have all of our tax information and they'll see um, precisely uh, how broke we are. (laughs) Um, But I'm like waiting. I'm just like bracing myself and waiting to see what the monthly payment is going to be um as a sole income household uh yeah hopefully they just i mean there's no calculator to guess what that might be like, they did give a a, a guesstimated range okay. between like 150 and like 400 dollars a month okay that range is huge <laughs> i know <laughs> i was like okay 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 150 now we're talking compared to a thousand i mean but even that Please. feels like you're kind of playing yourself because you know you got to pay eventually right um so i'm just trying to yeah like play the game of of lessening the burden while adam is still in school yeah um and then once for the first once he graduates from duke fancy Oh. Once he graduates, I'm I'm gonna name drop that all day every day because he would never, and he'll be mortified if he ever hears this. But he's a genius. <laughs> um, <laughs> once we are, once he graduates and gets a job, it will be the first time in our entire marriage that we are a a dual income household, which is insane. Right. That's that's amazing. That will be five years into our marriage, just about. Oh my gosh! Before, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. I so. mean, you know, I guess that's how it is for folks who get married really young. You're kind of like, you can <laughs> empathize with with the the 20-year-olds who get married, you know? I suppose so. But there's something <laughs> about just, my, I don't know, our lives that perhaps it's my <laughs> creaky joints and the fact that I'm always thinking about 401ks that seems mm. to distance me from these nonchalant starry-eyed 20-somethings. I will mirror your low with a similar low, which okay. is that I um, I got from Wash U an email that's like, hey, um, hold on. Do you hear that water trickling? No, I don't. I have to unplug it. I can't. Sorry, it's my cat's water fountain. Oh, one of those cat pit water fountains. It doesn't do like a a huge arc stream. It just bubbles a little bit, but okay, it had to stop. Okay, so WashU sent us in like April information on bar loans, which are mm. student type loans that you take out for the summer that you are <laughs> haven't started work yet. You know, you don't have any more student loans. It's it's a bar loan, a bar loan. And I did not apply for one at the beginning of the summer because I was doing okay. But then when I went to Jersey and found my apartment, I had to pay first month's rent deposit, which was one and a half months rent Ooh. and a realtor fee. And that added up to 
a little over $10,000. Oh so my God. Ooh. The minute that I paid that, I immediately tried to apply for a bar loan. Cause I was like, I was not expecting this. Um, this is wild. That was like all of my money. And, um, I was, I just, when I, when I secured the apartment though, I was like, well, it'll suck for a couple of days until I get my bar loan. Right. Oh no. Oh yeah. Ugh. And so, yeah, I was rejected from all of the bar loans because I don't have a salary. Now, who has been salary? paying attention? <laughs> this makes no sense. I know it doesn't, it doesn't. And so I was like, I'm sorry, but I feel like this is partially on the banks for marketing it as a bar loan and partially on wash U for like continuing this, this farce that these are yeah. for bar takers in reality. They are for people who are studying for the bar who also are like married to someone making an income or have a co-signer. So like a family member or a friend who is wealthy enough to not be tanked should anything go wrong by this loan and who wants to, you know, risk their credit score or whatever. Like I just, I'm like, Wash you, sorry, do you think that everyone who's in law school who is an adult, right? Like, is, I don't know. I guess a, I guess the majority of students by the time you're in law school, like of that population, I guess a majority of them are in that situation where they do have someone who they could have co-signed their loan. Like if, you, if you're like in law school, know. chances are, I guess. I, I think, don't know. At least maybe a majority, maybe a slight majority, but I think that maybe they didn't think to mention it. By the way, you're going to need a co-signer or you're going <laughs> to need, like, I, I guess that's why they didn't mention it. I don't know. So, so that it's was, not enough to just try to show them that, like, what you will I, be making? Yeah, I showed them that. <laughs> yeah. Because I thought that's what matters. Like, I, I would understand, even though I would be pissed if they rejected people who didn't have a job lined up, because... Those people need the money more than anyone else because um, they, you know. They don't like, have that lined up, yeah. I could maybe get a personal loan, not a bar loan, just a personal loan from a bank with this this offer letter perhaps. But, like, they wouldn't be as well set up to get that. And so I'm like, this, I don't like it. So anyways, yeah. that was, like, stressful for a little bit. And part of what spurred my, maybe I should try to sell every single thing I own on uh, Facebook. Um <laughs> and then was like pleasantly surprised. Also, sellbackyourtextbook.com. I did not know existed until Ashlyn told me. So shout out to Ashlyn. I got like 400 bucks from there. Hey. Um, yeah. And so anywho, that was just very stressful. And the uh, conclusion of the story for anyone who is concerned. And just to be fully transparent because law school is so expensive and like, I just want to warn people who are considering going like mm. the only way I could like not pick up another job to make things work out was to transfer money from my retirement account. And the only reason I have a retirement account at all is that I worked for a couple years before law school. So if you are listening to this and you are, 
you know, working class or estranged from your family, et cetera, et cetera. Just having a savings, even if it's like a retirement account that you're like, well, I would never tap that because of the 10%, you know, penalty and the taxes that you pay on that. Well, sure. But like, it's still there. You still could do it and pay the 10% penalty. Like it's still like money. Um, So I totally recommend working and saving. And if you are, if you do come from money, just don't um, be an asshole. I was literally going to say, don't be a dick about it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just don't be like, what's the problem? Take out a bar loan. Just shut up. Um, Yeah. Just shut up or pay me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Or you be the co-signer, you know what I mean? Yeah. Gosh. That's, yeah, yeah, this this is the stuff that that people, um, you know, you kind of hear about it in the abstract, but I think once you really start to put numbers to it, it's like, ooh, ooh, ah, yikes. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's. I mean, I guess the other option would have been to, you know, do my due diligence and find out before I went to New Jersey that those things would not be an option and then to not sign anything for a place and move in as a roommate with someone who had already, so that I didn't have to pay the realtor fee and all that. But it's just, I don't know, then you have to really be thinking like multiple steps ahead about everything. Like, okay, assuming everything I assume is going to work out won't work out. I don't know. It's hard to like live your life like that. Well, that and like, you know, let us not forget that you're doing this with the backdrop of studying for the bar. So you can't get super distracted because then if you get distracted, you might not pass. And then it's like, well, Uh, you've really found yourself in a pickle. Uh Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yowza. Uh, Okay, good. I'm glad our lows are just, you know, we're going to make it through. You're going to get your income based repayment. Yeah, baby. And it's going to be good. And once I start working, I should be able to pay that 10% penalty, no problem. And it'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) God, too much fun. We're having too much fun on this episode. Um, (laughs) So I guess um, there's no good segue into this, but um, and it's not even related to law school or the bar. Mm. but I have, and this is, well, circling back to the beginning of the episode when Lydia cursed us with her horrible Southern accent. Um, I'm so sorry, Megan. (laughs) I forgive you. I have fallen down a deep, deep click hole into Alabama rush. uh, Rush talk. Which yes, people call rush talk. I'm learning. Um, And so I just wanted to let you know, you all know, uh, my OOTD outfit of the day that I'm currently wearing is um, a jumpsuit from Amazon and a yes. hair clip from Amazon um, and nothing else because it's 92 degrees oh. and it's storming outside. So yeah, no jewelry. But if I were wearing jewelry, it'd be Tiffany, of course, or Cartier, or, you know, mm, Burberry. I don't, I don't know names. I don't know brands. You're only just now getting into rush talk, Megan. It's okay. You'll learn. <laughs> I got on it for a little bit. Um, and then it was too much. It's a lot. And I, more more yeah. than anything, like, I, I think I would be completely overwhelmed by, like, the rushing and the pledging and all of that. 
Um, mm-hmm. I just want to live in that house. I don't even care. Yes. I know I said that house, like there's only one. I don't care which one. I just want to live in one of the houses. Yeah. Imagine if law school had um, sorority houses. It would be like Legally Blonde, except everyone would be studying. Actually, that would suck. You want to be the only yeah. one doing law in the sorority house, I imagine. Yeah. Could you, could you like, yeah, the or just like the gunnerism of it all. It's oh, like, you yeah. Know, you no, see, yeah. You see so-and-so studies for 12 hours a day and you know she does because you live uh, with her. Yeah. That, yeah. That's not yeah. nearly as good as a liberal arts environment. Right. Yeah. No, <sighs> oh, um okay I mean Megan would you ever be on a reality show where you lived in a house with a lot of people or that is ooh 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 that is such a good (laughs) question okay can I ask you um what you think my answer would be and why I think you would do it because you would win and get a lot of money and you would become famous and everyone would love you like it's a no-brainer for me really okay see I I don't think I would do it oh Like, I want to believe that I would, I think I would do really well, but I just don't want to be popularized. Like, I would want to do it for uh, the experience, but I think the playback, like the public reception of this is like the reason that I would not do it. Okay. Okay. So like something where like the amazing race or survivor where you're like doing stuff yeah, instead of just like sitting around like chatting and they, and the producers can edit it so that you like sound really mean or something like that right right and I think it would be pretty easy to make me sound mean because I think a lot of things I say could probably be taken out of context and made made sound pretty harsh (laughs) yeah that's just my guess I don't know yeah I would never do it the thinking that I'm always being surveilled I mean I already think I'm always being surveilled um by the government let's dig in on that a little more (laughs) by the phones by my phone like, I know oh. that I'm not. I know that I'm not, Megan. But also, I know that I am. I don't know how to describe it. Okay. I'm holding dual okay. realities, okay? I'm holding them both. I'm holding space for them both. Okay. <laughs> but. <laughs> Very good. Right? I don't know. And, and, like, whenever I send an email, I'm like, well, someone will read that, you know? Oh, well, that's a safe assumption to make. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Dang. Okay. Wow. We what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. We, we really See, took a rush, rush talk. Really, talk. really encourages the discourse. But um, that's all I really had to say about it. I mean, I guess if you have listener, if you have any recs about particular um, sororities I should be following on TikTok, please do let me know because I will take I will take that recommendation and run with it. Hell yeah! Oh, or we should do an outfit of the out, uh, outfit of the day segment on this show. Oh my god! This segment because <laughs> I should at least longer. share. Yeah, I'll share my outfit of the day. Okay. So I'm wearing the same outfit I wore yesterday, which I thought I would get away with, but I'll be honest, since I'm on air, like, yeah, I'm wearing the same thing because I'm packing and I don't want to do that much laundry. So first up, I got on jorts. These are jorts that I got from a clothing swap in Boston because that's one of my activities I used to do before you know, COVID and everything. Mm-hmm. So free shorts, the shirt I'm wearing also free. It's from Billy. It didn't fit him that well. It is a collared shirt, um, that has sailboats on it. Um, it's a little big on me. So it kind of like is baggy over the jorts. That's like the mm-hmm. vibe. And then mm-hmm. I am wearing a sports bra that I brought onto bike and build 
And so my last name is written in Sharpie on the inside, really big. Um, and that is my outfit and a hair tie. So this outfit cost me total $8. <laughs> the bra? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Yep. Take that. Oh. Just <laughs> I'm impressed that your bra from Bike and Build uh, still like has any elasticity. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's 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 going. Yeah. You know, it wasn't designed to be anything special. But here it is, the last yeah. one standing. Yeah. Oh man. Well, I think on that note, I don't have anything else for you. Oh well, I could talk about the bar exam. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Yes. Um, also, I did also have a wild and animal encounter, just speaking of our segments. It's okay. not super happy, so I will keep it short. But I was walking down my fire escape, the same one that wronged me when I um, sprained my ankle. Mm -hmm. It also wronged this moth that I found. It was a huge moth, and it had, like, parts of its wings kind of, like, messed up. Mm -hmm. So it couldn't fly away, but I could see it moving and, like, breathing and stuff. And it was one of the only times where I was like, should I kill this thing to put it out of its misery? Like, usually I'm able to, like, lie to myself and be like, if I just put it in the grass, it'll be fine, you know, mm. um, with struggling animals. Or, like, if I leave it there, it'll be fine. Um, yeah. So this one, this, yeah, yeah, it's fine. But the moth, like, is not going to be fine. So... The only thing I didn't know was, like, if it was super scared of me, I didn't want it to... This is what I told myself. <laughs> I didn't want it to die, like, in a state of fear, like, in my apartment. Like, I didn't think it would enjoy its last moments, like, with me. And mm -hmm. I didn't know if it was thirsty. So I took it, like, into a kind of secluded place in my backyard and, like, put it near some water and, like, kind of made a shelter around it. But not, but not totally around it, like, so that it could see outward into the night sky. But, like, I don't actually know if I, like, just prolonged its suffering for hours. So that was my wild animal encounter. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I hope it, it had a nice... Uh... I should go check on it. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Yeah. At maybe. At some point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The bar exam. <laughs> okay. That pesky okay. old bar exam. I got thoughts. I got thoughts about it. First of Tell all, us. you know how people are like, oh, you know, we should do abolish the bar. And other people are like, no, we need it um, for malpractice, whatever. What if we made it optional? Oh, like you could take and the then, bar and that would give you more clout, but you could still yeah. practice without having taken yeah. it? Yeah. Hey. Um, I was like, wait a minute. Is that the middle ground? Like people would still feel this immense pressure to take it. But like some, like... And I think the ethics exam, we could still, like, keep that enforced. But, like, well, I feel like that's an option um, that would lower prices for consumers because they would have options. I mean, uh, I still think that, like, those who cannot afford lawyers in really serious situations should have them provided for free. I do, I'm not introducing this as, like, a libertarian option that oops accidentally erodes um the social safety net but like yeah i just think maybe for like small cases i would rather pay you know um an unlicensed attorney 
you know, a hundred dollars to do something that maybe a licensed attorney would take a thousand. If I only am expect like, cause one reason that people like don't enforce their legal rights that they really have access to is because the cost of <laughs> attorneys is so, you know, anyways, I'm preaching the choir. I feel like that's an option. Um, I feel like a specific bar, like a topic specific, like a transactional yes. bar, a litigation bar, like that could be cool. You I don't know what else why I had to learn I, some of the things I had to learn, you know? When I was <laughs> floating on Lake Norman with Brittany, who practices mm. immigration law, she yes. pointed out to me, as you probably have thought about before, but my dumbass hadn't even considered, we're never taught immigration law. Like, I know, it's like, yeah. that's such such a needed, necessary area of law. And like, I have <laughs> never, I have not, not the first clue, you know? And it's not even on the bar exam. Yeah, well, there are like so many specialty fields like that where you just have to learn on the job. But what if there were, like, you know how the SAT had subject tests and you get your well, little credit, college you credit. You can get, subject. you know, I'm sure you know this There's already. There's a pageant bar. A pet, yeah, well, there are things. So after you practice, I think in North Carolina, it's if you practice an area of law for five years, you can take like another test to get specialized, ah, certified, ah. specialized. Um, right. but I mean, it's a whole other, it's like a mini, well, it's not a mini bar cause it's all, you know, all family law, but you have to be a, you have right. to be an expert in it. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Well, Just those are my thoughts generally yeah. about the bar. Um, but like I said earlier, like it was a beneficial for me in a way to, have all of these topics that usually are spread out over the course of a whole semester um, mm -hmm. presented, like working on them simultaneously, because like I was listening, not giving an authorized legal advice, listening to someone talk about the problem they had with the contract. And I was thinking like, well, it's a contract law question, but it could become a tort question. Um, based on the circumstances that they were telling me about. And then I was also like, oh, but statute limited, wait, where would they file it? Like, wait, is the corporation that they got into the contract with, like, I was, I was thinking about like all of these different areas of law that sprung from just one. So I was like, okay, um, that helps me a little bit, uh, other thoughts. Okay. I'm just going to like spout thoughts and they might not be connected. So random thought for New York takers, just don't take it in New York city. Just take it unless you live there, just take it in Albany or somewhere like not the city, like try to, maybe that goes for all States. Like why take it in the biggest city? You know, it's going to be more chaotic and you know that mm. the hotels are going to be more expensive. Like unless you live there, or unless it's your only option. Like I think that in Missouri, they, everyone had to take it in Columbia or um, like maybe for February, they all have to take it in Jefferson City. But if you have a lot of options, I have no regrets about going to Albany. It was like the weather was nicer. There was a breeze. Like there were not as many hiccups with the testing location. Um, yeah, it seems just so much chiller. Yeah. And Albany was pretty cute. Um really nice parks. <laughs> so that's one thought. Um, another thought about states. So 
Um, one thing I did not know about the bar was that getting uh, like accommodations for the bar are different in every state. So like accommodations in law school are, there's kind of the same accommodations that you might ask for at any law school you go to, you know, um, maybe you need to bring in your service animal. Maybe you need something in, you need to bring your laptop into class, that kind of thing. Like it's individualized and it's going to be kind of the same at every law school, what you're asking for, because law school classes are all the same, but for accommodations for the bar exam, one thing that's different by state is how many days they give you to take the bar. So say that you're asking for extended time or for like, um, I guess like the things I mentioned earlier, like using a laptop, everyone's actually doing that. <laughs> and um, bringing in a service animal, that might not matter in terms of how many days, but if you're asking for extended time, so like, learning disability, um, you know, physical disability that slows you down with typing or with anything. Um, Missouri, hold on, wait, no, Florida, for example, you still have to take the bar in two days. So everyone's Ooh. taking the bar in two days, right? In Florida, you also still have to take the bar in two days. You get extra time. But oh. I'm like, is that really an accommodation? If you are now, like, say you get double time. If yeah. you're in the bar for twice as Ugh. long as everyone else the first day, and then you have to come back for the second day to take it twice as long. Oh, God. Um, like, and then Missouri, I think, does it in three days. But New York does it in four days. So they will do the MEE on the first day, the AM portion of the M. BE the second day, the PM portion the third day, and then the MPT the fourth day. And that is something to consider if you know that you're going to go to a UBE state. And you could forum shop based on <laughs> your accommodations. Um, really, which is something I, I did not even know, like was like part of like what people might consider. But like another benefit of New York that I've already talked about is that you do not do character and fitness until after you take the bar. So you don't have to think about any of that stuff while you're trying to study and while you're trying to graduate and everything. So New York is like has a lot going for it in that respect, because four days is just much more humane um, than two days, obviously. Yeah. Um, but uh, they are sticklers with the actual application. So. That would be something to like, if you're looking for accommodations, like see online what people say about different states. Like, will they, are, do they make it really hard to get accommodations? And then when you do, what are they like? You know, um, Florida, unfortunately, not a UBU state. So that's not helpful advice. Sorry to just give that <laughs> issue with no solution. But um, that was interesting to me to learn that. Another thing I did not know before I went into the bar was that the exam for the typed portions, the exam does not upload immediately because they don't want you to be on Wi-Fi. Or if you are on Wi-Fi, it would be like, you know, the public Wi-Fi, they wouldn't give you like the password. Mm -hmm. 
So you're either sitting on unsecured public Wi-Fi for hours or you are, you wait. Is this how it was for you, Megan? You had to wait until you got home yeah. to upload it? I was like, what if my computer crashes? Yeah, I did this not is exactly. At all. And I did not realize that that was going to happen. So it was like panic for like a couple of minutes. And then I was like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I just, while I was still there connected to the unsecured Wi-Fi and let it upload before I even left my laptop. Like I mean, my laptop. during my bar exam, um, I guess in like 20, wow, maybe it was like 2014 or 2015, um, mm-hmm. the, the whole ExamSoft software crashed <gasps> and people were not sure that they, ha- that their exam answers were uploaded. So they actually, a lawsuit was filed against the North Carolina <gasps> Board of Law Examiners. Good. Um, and I'm not exactly sure what the grounds were, but I, I know that, that, um, you know, NC distress at least. Yeah. Oh, and, hell um, yeah. And so now for the bar exam, yes, you do have to leave and upload your answers. Um, when you get onto like your hotel Wi-Fi or whatever later. Yeah. Um, but they also provide you with, um, one of those little like external hard drives, like every single packet, has a really we did and, not have that yeah so so all of your stuff is backed up just in case um oh, but it but you do it is on you to remember to upload the answers yeah yeah very stressful yeah. not fun yeah that was so <laughs> so stressful um now i shall talk about my bodily state um okay <laughs> and now for the bodily portion yes yes so i was shocked at how my body handled the bar exam. Um, I feel like I was partially allergic to the bar exam. Um, it wasn't the room cause I got into the room early and was totally fine. But the minute that it started, I had like a drippy nose the entire time. And um, during the multiple choice, I yawned consistently the entire time while my nose was dripping. I don't know what was happening but like one yawn would end and another would begin. I don't, I've never had that reaction to stress or to whatever huh. boredom, intense boredom and stress mixed together made me just, I was like, am I, I mean, I was wearing a mask and I didn't ever practice doing a full practice test with a mask. So mm. maybe that was part of it. <laughs> um, also, uh, we could do um, a dramatic reenactment of my texts that I sent you about my other bodily preparation, Megan, oh, if you have any my interest. God. Do you want to? Of course. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, all right. Okay. I, I think I started it. It was after, yes. it, it was the day that we recorded the last podcast episode. Yes. And I... We had joked about getting diapers. So I sent you a picture from Target of some diapers. Okay. Fuck it. I'll give it a try. Okay. Yeah. This is my first text. Okay. Yeah. So, so, okay. We're picking up. Oh my God. I am cracking up. That was at 824. 9.19 PM. I send you a selfie of me wearing the briefs. I found the women's panty version so far, very comfortable elastic. And I hold to that to this day. Okay. That's 9, 19, 9, 20 PM. Okay. I am peeing. 
9.24 p.m. <laughs> First impressions, I'm impressed. Nothing got on my clothes or chair. I feel warmth, but not an overwhelming feeling of wetness. 9.25 p.m. <laughs> now to see if the smell becomes apparent um, or it becomes so uncomfortable it's the only thing I can focus on. 9.25. I'm, I'm both sure you are asleep, but sure you want to wake up to this update. So... Usually I would be asleep, but I, I wake up and I see all of this and I reply, oh my God, I love this more than I can say. I'll keep you apprised. Why was I, why did I use that word? And then I say, normally I would be asleep, but something in my bones said, stay awake. Lydia has a gift for you. End scene. And indeed, I tested out um the diaper it's very similar to wearing a pad i would say and if you're listening to this and you've never used a pad before this could be an interesting way for you to build empathy with people who have built who've worn pads or who need to wear pads so anywho i did wear one every single day of the bar oh my um, God, every day yeah and it was i never needed to use it but here's the thing okay now we're really getting into like lydia's body um like when i'm nervous i even though if I've just peed like three times in a row, I'm like, I have to pee a little bit. I know I do. I know I do. I know I do. I know I have to pee. And then I'll like convince myself that I should go pee and it'll be nothing obviously. Cause I've already peed like three times in a row. And at this point now I've tried to pee four times in a row. Right. And then I get back and I'm like, but I know I have to pee a little bit. It's like I'm pregnant or something. So the benefit, the big benefit of the diaper, despite not using it in the middle of the exam was for that period before time was called where I was like, Oh really, Lydia, you think you have to pee? fucking do it. Do it. You think you, you think you're nervous and you have to pee? do it. And I couldn't. So this is, unreal. I didn't have, to, <laughs> so I didn't have to like convince myself that I should go. Cause if I wasn't wearing one, I'd be like, you should go one more time. You should go one more time to the bathroom so that when it starts, you won't have to do it. You know, um, yeah, it would I mean, be a waste of my energy. It's like a peace of mind situation yeah a pee yeah. of mind a pee of mind yes oh wow so that's also what i did for the bar um what are my other thoughts okay i have one like okay the body talk is over um i will say i got really hungry but um gummy bears uh gelatin free of course were a very nice quiet snack during the test um i would not recommend buying lunch if that's an option just bring your lunch if at all possible skip the lines um oh okay okay wait wait, wait. i do have one more thing about pee um okay i heard tell at one of the albany locations the setup was such that the men's bathroom was really close to the testing room, but the women's bathroom was a four minute walk across the like center. Now, four minutes doesn't sound like that much, but that's actually eight minutes plus whatever, you know, eight minutes total plus however long you spend in the bathroom. So that's a huge chunk of time. So the proctors luckily were like, okay, women just use the, like everyone can use the men's bathroom. We'll make it, you know, an inclusive bathroom. Mm-hmm. Excellent. But then I heard that some of the cis men were like giving women the stink eye about using their bathroom and like oh. things. 
I'm sorry, just do not do that on the, during the bar exam, cis men. Yeah. Like, don't, you, they, you do not need to do that. It, even, if, even if the women's bathroom isn't far away, who knows what's happening in there? If someone needs to use your bathroom and it's the bar exam, you just, 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 you just let it happen. Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh my God. Seriously. Yeah. So anyways, that's the T, the, the T on the P for that one. <laughs> um, but the non bodily thing I wanted to mention. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So you guys remember last episode, how I was talking about how, like, I kind of, I couldn't really make myself practice as many essays as I wanted. Like I started out really going hard on multiple choice. Um, well, on my way to Albany, I crammed, I, I read like almost the entire book of MEE practice essays. And I think that's my one piece of bar advice is to do that. I mean, obviously practicing them is better, but a benefit of just reading them is like, the immersion because mm. at least for Barbary, I wonder how it is for Themis, but for Barbary, they would give us like on your daily schedule, like one corporation's essay, one torts essay. And then the next day it'd be like one contracts essay and like these multiple choices and whatever, but reading like 50 pages of just contracts, MEEs, your brain is like, Oh, I see all the patterns. This is like what they want from this, this essay. This is like, and you, you are, are exposed to more like subtopics than you would be if you had to sit down and write out all of them. Cause you wouldn't have as much, you wouldn't have the time to do that. So whatever you don't get out, like in writing, at least read through it. Like there were some yeah. really, really random issues on the MEE this time that had actually been in like the depths of the Barbary book. And the only reason I recognized them was because I had like read that book the day before on the flight. Um, so in that sense, I would say my ADHD saved my ass because um, the like adrenaline fueled procrastination type of like, oh, I didn't study enough, so I better read every single essay in here. <laughs> paid off at least a little bit. I mean, who knows? Yeah. I, I still might not have passed, but I at least like caught a few more of those issues than I would have. So I have a really good feeling about you passing for what it's worth. Megan. Yeah. Aww. I would be, I would be surprised and I would be protesting. I would have a problem. Oh, I, I wouldn't. I feel like if I don't pass, it's just, what was going to happen because like I said, like I couldn't make myself do more than I did. And I mean, I put in so much, so many hours, but you know, like I said last time, not in an efficient way, but I do know for next time what I would need to do. And I don't know, getting through it one time, I I'm like, okay, that's the bar exam. That's yeah. the bar exam. That's it. And, and now, scene. now when like people next year are like, I'm really worried about the bar or whatever, I'm going to be like, you're going to get through it. You know, maybe you won't pass, but you're going to get through it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily helpful for people, but I just very much, it's like 
kind of maybe like how we feel about the LSAT now. It's like, you got this. But but like on the other side, like before you take it, it really, really feels like impossible to even get through, let alone pass. And so yeah, I at least feel confident that like you can get through it. <laughs> you might have to do it again, but you can get through it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. What are my other thoughts, Megan? I don't even know. I can't think of things. Are there any like questions that you could think of that I could? Uh, I I honestly can't think of any. And I feel like we've been talking for a while. <laughs> I don't know how long. This I know. Yeah. Is. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Is that your <laughs> already over an hour? You're right. This is important content. But well, maybe I'll find my notes and then it'll be like a random addendum to the things that I mentioned today. There you go. These are definitely the most pressing ones. And the well, things. I'm really glad that we were able to talk about the diaper first and foremost. Me too. Me too. Yeah. yeah people need to know that they're in good company. That's right. They wore That's one right. or are going to wear one. Honestly, just try it. Just try it. They're not too expensive. And also, like, uh, in addition to building empathy with people who wear pads, like, some people who maybe we go to law school with, people in our families, whatever, wear adult diapers. And that's just something that people do if they need to do it. And so give it a try, you know? Amen. (laughs) Okay. Megan, what are you gonna what are you gonna um, eat tonight before you go to bed? Anything? Do you do late night snacks? I mean, it's not that late. It's six forty five. I'm gonna have dinner. Oh my god! Wait, yeah, I'm so used to doing late at night. Okay. I know. No, I I made a big like summer salad last night, so I'm gonna, eat, I'm gonna keep eating that. Yes. Nice. I yes. think I'm gonna make mac and cheese. Oh, much better. So good. Yes. Well, you get to oh. enjoying that mac and cheese. I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. Great Same. to catch up. <laughs> Good luck with Rush, Megan. Thank you. You're going to get into FIMU. I know it. Oh, God. Keep your fingers and tootsies crossed for me, would you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Farewell, Lydia, everyone. Good night. Bye, listeners. Bye.